I believe that in order to achieve a carbon neutral world, it is essential to proactively utilize existing good technologies with the potential to, to contribute to emission reduction. This is the Electric Perspectives Global Circuit, where we discuss the trends shaping our electric future. Here's your host, EEI Vice President for International Programs, Lawrence Jones. Welcome to this new edition of EEI Global Circuit Podcast. My name is Lawrence Jones, Vice President of International Programs. And our guest today is Mr. Toshifumi Watanabe, President and CEO of J-Power in Japan. Mr. Watanabe, welcome to EEI Global Circuit Podcast. Uh, thank you, Lawrence. I am very happy to be here. Well, I would like to, first of all, ask you, Mr. Watanabe, if you can just tell us a little bit about J-Power as a company, uh, where is base, what it is, and then we'll get into the discussion about the blue mission of 2050. Okay, uh, th thank you for your question. Okay, I'd like to introduce uh, my company, J-Power, first. J-Power Group was uh, established at a, as a wholesale uh, electricity provider by the Japanese government in 1952 with the aim of uh, 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 overcoming the electricity shortage faced by Japan in the post-war period and, and supporting the uh, nation's economic growth. In 2004, J-Power was listed on the first section of the Tokyo Stock Exchange and fully privatized. And we have subsequently worked to expand our business domain. And today we own and operate power plants uh, around the world with, uh, with the combined generation capacity of 24 gigawatts, including uh, large scale hydroelectric, wind, geothermal, gas, and coal fired power plants. We, we also own frequency conversion stations for the main transmission lines that connect the different regions of Japan, uh, giving us a good balance of assets as an electric power provider. Now, we have uh, recently uh, invested in 900 megawatt of offshore wind power in the UK and 1.2 gigawatt of gas-fired power in Illinois, the United States, which is scheduled to come online in 2022, this year. And we are embarking on a, a project to manufacture and supply epoch-making blue hydrogen in Australia, which has abundant fossil fuel resources. Now, high-purity hydrogen, which becomes blue hydrogen, is produced from lignite coal by separating and recovering CO2. In this way, we are working to achieve a carbon neutral and hydrogen-based society. Uh, this, this is uh, the first introduction of J-Power. Thanks, Mr. Watanabe. I think uh, very interesting, and maybe I want to talk a little bit about something I read about uh, J-Power's Blue Mission 2050. Uh, can you say a few words about this interesting concept of your Blue Mission 2050? 
Okay, well, uh, our mission is J-Power's uh, long-term vision for achieving a carbon-neutral energy supply by uh, 2050. Uh, we have set a, a mid-term goal of reducing our CO2 emissions by 19 million tons in 2030, uh, which represents a 40% reduction against our uh, three-year average emissions from 2017. To, to 2019. Uh, Blue Mission is, has three main pillars. In our first pillar, uh, expanding CO2 free power sources, we will increase our, our um, initiatives in offshore and onshore wind power. In our second pillar, uh, pushing for CO2 free hydrogen energy and zero emission power sources. We will focus on manufacturing green and blue hydrogen. And our uh, third pillar, last pillar, is uh, power networks. Uh, for example, we will contribute to the transmission of, of renewable energy, including participation in uh, future long-term, uh, long-distance DC power transmission line project. All of these initiatives are based on technologies that we already have now. So uh, I believe that in order to achieve a carbon neutral world, it is essential to uh, proactively, proactively utilize existing good technologies with the potential to, to contribute to emission reduction, elimination of CO2 emissions. It's interesting that you talk about renewables towards the end, Mr. Watanabe. I was just wondering, I know you're going to expand the renewable energy and some of your carbon-free power sources. Are there any specific initiative uh, J-Power is working on to expand renewable energy and some of these CO2-free power sources? Can you tell us about a few? Yes, uh, J-Power Group has a long history of uh, renewable energy, spanning some uh, 70 years. And we, we possess a wide range of uh, facilities and the extensive knowledge that we have uh, accumulated uh, through many, many years of construction and maintenance and operation. We have the second largest generation capacity for both uh, hydroelectric and wind power in Japan. And in the future, we will push ahead uh, with new development of 1.5 million kilowatt in uh, additional generation capacity by 2025 uh, compared to 2017 levels. We also plan to push forward with uh, new development in offshore and onshore wind power and small scale hydroelectric power, geothermal power, and solar power. Uh, in addition, one nuclear power plant, which is currently under construction, is a CO2-free power source capable of uh, generating a large, stable electricity output, uh, contributing to a stable power supply and the reduction of CO2 emissions. Uh, Mr. Watanabe, thanks for that answer regarding your renewable energy. Yeah. Um, I know that you know, hydrogen is a very important topic in the world today. And I know that uh, uh, Japan, Australia, many countries in the world are beginning to look at hydrogen. So can you tell us a little bit about your initiatives as it relates to hydrogen in, in J-Power? 
Uh, thank you for the question. Uh, first of all, there are several ways to uh, produce hydrogen. As you know, green hydrogen is produced by electrolyzing water. Gray hydrogen is produced from uh, natural gas or coal. And blue hydrogen is produced if the CO2 can be removed, removed uh, during this process. Although interest in hydrogen has grown in recent years, with many players entering the market and working to build supply chains, I do not believe that uh, there is a need to narrow the options down to a specific production method at the current stage. Uh, it is important that all methods are explored to confirm whether they are economical, economically viable, stable, and safe. In this sense, we are figuratively at the starting line on an Olympic marathon. J-Power has the capability to manufacture hydrogen by gasifying coal. I am proud of our achievement in successfully producing hydrogen with the purity of 99.999% in the hydrogen energy supply chain pilot project conducted in Australia. Uh, going forward, we will work to uh, further improve our, uh, our, our competitiveness and commercialize this technology. Uh, we, are, uh, we were also honored to receive the Edison Award from the EEI for our Osaka-Kujan project, which utilized this technology. Thank you again for this award. Well, I was, I was just going to ask you, Mr. Watanabe, so, so do, you, do you think that a hydrogen-based economy uh, is achievable? Over my uh, more than 40 years career with this company, there has been a couple of occasions where there has been a social discussion of hydrogen as a promising energy source for the future. A good example of this is oil crisis, where alternative energies gain in prominence due to the anticipated tightening of energy supply and demand. However, as resource prices subsequently settle and energy supply becomes less of concern, interest in hydrogen, which has poor economic viability, tends to fade. Uh, however, going forward, we needed to make a hydrogen-based society a reality. Uh, this is because that problem does not lie merely in the supply and demand for energy, but also in the need for an energy solution that is compatible uh, with uh, climate change uh, countermeasures. The solution uh, to this problem must be uh, something that is accessible to all. So the answer, therefore, has to come in the form of technology. We hope to contribute to a hydrogen-based society through our technology. Yeah, and I agree with you. In fact, you know, when you talk about energy security, one of the challenges we see now is that the current energy situation in Europe and in other parts of the world is clearly indicating to us that we need different solutions to address the world energy crisis. So you mentioned climate. So I want to move now to the issue of the recent um, 
COP26 conference that took place in, in, uh, in uh, Glasgow, in Scotland. What, what are your thoughts on the developments and the outcome of the meeting? What, what, how, uh, what were your expectations and, and how do you feel the outcome was? Yeah, I believe that uh, COP26 further uh, highlighted the, the uh, different circumstances faced by each of the participant countries. My take on the outcome is that people realize just how difficult it is to reach a common agreement. However, since all countries are in favor of reducing greenhouse gas emissions, a solution is definitely needed. And I believe that the practical application of carbon capture, usage, and the storage, CCUS, technologies to remove reuse of very CO2 and abated power generation facilities equipped with CCUS will provide a solution for many countries, including emerging countries. Blue hydrogen is a field to which we can uh, contribute and we hope to implement this technology on a uh, pra uh, practical level in society. I believe that respective technologies should not be judged by their labeling, but on their merit. Thank you. I, and I really appreciate the fact that you, you brought in the CCUS because I think the whole idea of carbon capture, uh, utilization and storage is, is going to be important. And I think there's a lot we can do there. So I want to move on now to talk about ESG, uh, environmental sustainability and governance. Um, can you tell us a little bit about J-Power's ESG initiatives? Because I know this is an important topic for you. So I just want to hear some of your thoughts on J-Power's initiatives in ESG. Well, uh, we, we recently issued our first green bond, which uh, was very well uh, received by the, the market. Uh, this was a great opportunity for, for investors to learn about our ESG initiatives and uh, our corporate uh, identity and corporate story. The fund raised through this bond issue uh, will be uh, used to finance several wind power projects. In order to enhance our ESG initiatives as a whole, our executive vice president has taken on this responsibility of ESG oversight. And we have established a new development, a new department for, for this purpose. ESG was designated as an area to be overseen by an executive officer with our executive vice president assuming responsibility and I asked him to uh, to organize a new uh, internal team to address this task. This year we also began uh, disclosing the data on our CO2 emissions throughout the supply chain up to scope 3 level and we also conducted in-depth climate change scenario analysis based on the TCFD uh, recommendations. Well, I think I think the point you just made about hiring an, a senior executive is an important one because 
Many people talk about ESG, but they only do it in words. And so I think by hiring someone at the executive level within your company is certainly uh, one of the things that we would recommend more and more companies to do, to take ESG at the board level uh, very seriously. Um, I would like now to move, Mr. Watanabe, to a topic that I know we are all discussing today, and we've been discussing it for the last two years, and that is the COVID-19 pandemic. Has the COVID-19 pandemic impacted J Power's operation in any way? Can you give us an idea on how things have been within the company when it comes to COVID-19? In, in the spring of 2020, uh, we established the COVID-19 response headquarters uh, headed by, my, by myself. The task force remains uh, in operation today at the company level. Uh, we continue to uh, operate under our business continuity plan, BCP plan. We have been uh, designated by the Japanese government as, uh, as a legally recognized uh, critical infrastructure operator. So our current framework will remain in, in place until this uh, directive is fully lifted by the government. Uh, our performance the last fiscal year was weaker than expected due to the sluggish domestic economy and lower demand for electricity due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Unfortunately, uh, this situation has continued in uh, the, this year, current year. In addition, Soaring uh, resource prices, you know, uh, this fiscal year are uh, weighing on our performance. I believe that a return to normal as quickly as possible is desirable for both the, uh, our society uh, and for uh, as a company. Yeah, and you know, the, the issue of COVID-19 and you talk about the resource constraint, which talks about the supply chain, all of these things, speaks to the importance of international collaboration. So from your perspective, Mr. Watanabe, why would you say that, or why do you think international collaboration is important, uh, especially for reaching some of the climate goals? Well, all the, the, the conditions surrounding the energy issues vary significantly from country to country, I think. Uh, all nations need to uh, to protect the supply and demand balance. Uh, on the other hand, the problem of climate change can only be solved if all the world nations cooperate and tackle the issue under the same uh, rules uh, wherever possible. Uh, international uh, cooperation while sharing the need for, for effort of uh, each country is a uh, uh, shortcut to, to solve uh, global climate change problems. So I think we've talked a little bit about the company, we've talked about some of the issues. And whenever I have these conversations with CEOs, I always like to get to know the CEOs better. So. Here is one question that I have asked every CEO. I'm going to ask you that question too. Can you share with the audience what you do to manage the weight of the responsibility 
in running a multi-billion dollar company with businesses all over the world. The electric power business has high public interest and it is required to provide stable services over the long time. That's why I think it is important to keep as many options as possible. Even if one option doesn't work, it is essential to have other options available for this industry. In other words, keeping balance without giving too much weight to particular fields is important. Uh, since power supply has a huge impact on society, uh, we need, need to strike a balance between pursuing ideas and uh, realistic responses. Well, um, I have two final questions for you, Mr. Watanabe, and I will ask them separately. The first one is, what kind of world do you imagine that J-Power could be operating in in the future? Well, uh, let's think about, about near future in 2030. Given the considerable time constraints imposed by the eight-year period remaining until 2030, construction and replacement of power sources, uh, commercialization of new technologies, enhancement of transmission lines as infrastructure, those things are very likely to be limited. First of all, as J-Power, we are sure to accomplish the target of reducing CO2 emissions by 40% in 2030. In addition to that, we need to continue efforts to expand energy access for emerging countries. Affordable and cheap energy should be delivered worldwide equally. Yeah, I, I completely agree. The idea of, of access to cheap electricity for everybody in the world is something that we can all try to imagine. I also a question I ask every CEO because I know they all have a lot on their minds. So to, the question is, um, what concerns you about the future? What worries you about the future? And what excites you about the future? Well, uh, there's a rapid shift to uh, carbon neutrality and to reduce CO2 emissions in response to the climate change issues recently. Many changes will occur in the environment of the electric power business. However, we see it as an opportunity, not considered as a concern. And as a company, we intended to provide technologies that will provide a solution for society. If there are other like-minded people out there working towards the same goal, we would love to work with you. All right, Mr. Watanabe, I know you're a busy man. Uh, hope, hope to see you this year. Uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to talk to you today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Electric Perspectives Global Circuit, an EEI International Programs podcast. For more episodes, subscribe to the Electric Perspectives podcast wherever you get your podcasts or visit eei.org international.